0: Welcome back to Pillow Talk, my name is Jessica and today's special guest is probably already a very familiar face to you guys because he's from the pioneer batch of the smart local. How are we doing Fauzi?
1: I'm well, thank you for asking. Uh, a little bit like sniffly from the haze, okay, but, otherwise, yeah, but otherwise, yeah, otherwise okay la. Uh, so you say I'm pioneer batch, made me feel mm. very old. <laughs>
0: yeah, like, like pioneer folk it, yeah, right? Oh my god, pioneer <laughs>
1: generation, oh my god. Um, but otherwise, you know, um, for the people who don't know me, I'm Fauzi. You might know me from the Smart Locals YouTube channel. Yes, uh, and now, what I would reluctantly call myself, an influencer.
0: Yeah, influencers, yeah. one for the team.
1: <laughs> okay, I guess.
0: <laughs> okay, so, you are one of the OG from TSL. Mm. I'm sure a lot of people want to know, what is it like working at TSL? Because you were there from the very beginning. Uh,
1: wow, it's crazy, you know, like I, I, five years have passed like that in a snap and I honestly didn't even really think about it beyond like my first year. I was like, okay first year, you know, like I, I might not even have a job after this, you know. Right. I started out as an intern, let me just start with that. I started okay. out as an intern and then when I was an intern, I I signed up for like five month internship. I didn't think it would go beyond that. Because I, I said like, you know what, just go there for the experience. And five months ended and then I ended up with a full time job lah. Wow,
0: five months turned into five years.
1: <laughs> wow fantastic that is a good segue I, I appreciate that that is actually very true that's crazy um so how is it working like in TSL it's it's changed dramatically since I started when I started out uh, I was an editorial intern so I was writing like listicles uh, I was writing like food reviews and stuff like that and I was I, I enjoyed it because it really pushed uh, myself into a comfort, push myself outside my comfort zone because yeah. I really did something that I wasn't very accustomed to. Okay. Especially writing for lifestyle wasn't what I used to write like, about. I used to write mostly like literature essays or like theater reviews and stuff like that. Oh, so very
0: poetic stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I,
1: I was more in that in that 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 realm lah. So writing lifestyle was a bit different for me, but I enjoyed doing it. Um, after which, um. Oh yeah, after that. During that period of time, I also like, it was very small. Okay. Company was tiny, you knew everybody, everybody was in one same room.
0: How tiny are we talking about?
1: Very small. I swear, actually, the office space maybe is like just the place where all of our, our, our computers were and where all the, stu- all the students, <laughs> all the interns and all the employees were, was probably, probably twice the size of my room.
0: Okay, that's yeah. not very big. It's not big,
1: it's yeah. really not big. It's very tiny, all of us were close to each other. We all had to share tables. Oh,
0: that's so cute. It's very cute because <laughs> like,
1: you might have like two tables and then there'll be three people on that table, you know what I mean? Cool. So we just share like, some person, if you're damn unlucky, you sit in the middle la, the longkang of the <laughs> table. Un- unfortunate, but that's how it is la. Um And as an intern, I really had to do a lot of things um, I guess I volunteered myself to do a lot of things. Lah. So as an intern, I not only did like, editorial, I was also part of the like, I, like, office management in a sense. I took care of like, the pantry, I made sure the toilets were clean, I helped take care of our cats. Yeah, it was, it was just very was a very fun experience for me because I think as an intern, I really wanted to put my best into it. Lah. And regardless of all the things I had to do, I thought it was for the benefit of everyone.
0: That's really nice. Yeah. I feel like you are someone who has a lot of initiative.
1: Oh, yes.
0: Because um uh, Fauzi actually was the one who um, mentored me when I got into TSL. Right, right, right. And you you and Xenia both conducted a boot camp. So how do you go from like being an intern right to being this mentor status <laughs> in TSL?
1: That is so crazy that you asked that. Eh? Because like sometimes I don't even think about it, right? It it happens so fast. Uh as an intern, I moved on. Beyond beyond an intern, after I moved on from editorial, I actually worked in the video production team. Right. So that's where I started managing our YouTube channel, um, and that's where also I started appearing on the channel as well. Um, so I started, like, I guess, being in videos, and okay. that's where people started like liking me in that sense. <laughs> okay. I, I don't know why, la, to be honest, I still don't know why people like me. It's just because I'm loud and abrasive. And- <laughs> Annoying, <laughs> but maybe because I think I was just being myself, la, and that's what really I appreciated. I didn't have to play a character, which I f- super loved. Okay. Um, I'm not much of an actor. If people, people, people seem to think like, oh my god, yeah, I really am not much of an actor. I really, I find it easy to just be myself and express my opinions as I am, Mm. and that's where I guess people started relating to me. Mm. And beyond that, that's when I started working in more of the videos, and I guess with time and experience, people started looking to me as the mentor, or like as the senior person la. Mm. As much as... Pioneer. (laughs) Yeah, pioneer (laughs) person, sure. As a pioneer person, and they started looking to me as like someone who is able to give advice about how to better talent. Honestly, I don't know the right formula, but I can give you the best tips I've learned either from my time in TSL or actually even back when I was a theatre student in university. Um, I just use all these little skills and like hopefully teach them um, and help them be better. Even for Xenia as well, I used to help her improve herself uh, as a host.
0: Aww. So crazy, right? Yeah. And now look
1: at her, she's doing her best in life. Yeah. Uh, so like a part of me is very proud that she's able to do the, the craziest things that she wants to do. Uh, part of me is a bit jealous. Lah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm very proud of her. To me, Xenia is one of the people I've encountered while in TSL that I've been extremely proud of that she's been able to, you know, pursue all her dreams. Yeah.
0: I think it's so cute your friendship with her.
1: I know See, you guys are like so
0: close and like brothers and sisters. I and
1: know, and I always text yeah. her right because Aww. I, she's she's in New York right yeah. now. So I actually, I was actually in New York when she came over and then we hung out. In fact, I introduced her to a couple of my friends. Um, and initially she was so like tentative with that that my, my that friend group right, but now right she keeps posting stories about them. Oh. Then I always <laughs> message her and I say, hey, you like them friendly with my friend, oh, no. you are your, my new my friends. Then she's like, oh my god, I'm so happy that you introduced me to them. Oh. Because they're really like super close now. She's like staying with them for a moment now okay. as well. So it's so cute la, that they're all are having fun and I saw I see the stories and I get a bit jealous that I'm not there. Momo. I know <laughs> she's in New York and I'm here. <laughs> in oh. my bedroom. <laughs>
0: How were you in New York for anyway?
1: Holiday. Holiday. I love going to New York only because um I love the culture there. It's just so many like, especially for me, I study theatre I mentioned earlier. um, Broadway is kind of like what I really love. I love the culture of Broadway and kind of like the creative sphere that New York is, you know? Um, So that is kind of one of the things I I try to go every once in a while to kind of catch up on watching musicals as well. Um, But at the same time, back then, I have many friends. I have friends who have been... Excuse me. I have friends from university, Mm. who have gone to the U.S. to study further. Uh, And I have also friends that I've met during that time. And I've become friends with them, so I do visit them and I love, I love visiting them.
0: Wow, that's one heck of a trip though. 24 hours, like, travelling I mean,
1: (laughs) it's a small price to pay for the inspiration I get, I guess. Wow, I love it. I love it, I love the culture and it's just like, there's something always happening in that place, you know, and I think, I've never been, I guess I've never been able to do that as a, as a kid, but now I do have a little bit of like, disposable income in that Ooh. sense. <laughs> I am able to do that and actually do things I've always wanted to do, and I, it's, it's, I guess, part of me achieving a part of my dream, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, Crazy, not bad ah, huh? uh, five years into five months at, uh, sorry, five, <laughs> five months into five years at TSL, <laughs> and then after I got, you know, can I achieve all these things. I mean,
1: honestly, you can do a lot of things, to be honest. I think it's, for anybody out there watching this, to be honest, a lot of people think that it takes, it takes a lot of thing, a lot of hard work. Yes, it takes a lot of hard work, but it also takes a lot of like, determination to get to where you are, and it also requires you to push on. La. Even if it, things get rough, man, you got to push on, yeah. Oh,
0: Speaking of rough, Ooh. what was your hardest day at TSL that you remember?
1: <laughs> hardest day ah. I don't really remember. Hardest day at TSL. Wow, that's crazy. I don't know if there's a hardest day in that sense, but I've had to do a lot of dirty work. La. Eh? Like what
0: kind of dirty work? <laughs> <day?
1: laughs> I've had to clean toilets. There was once, right? I've had to clean toilets. I had, I don't know if Brian would kill me for saying <laughs> this, but once the toilet was clogged. So I had to go down to like, the nearest hardware store and buy a plunger. And, and unclog it yourself? Yes. The sink was clogged, the toilet was clogged, I plunged it. But again, I'm not afraid of this kind of dirty work. Uh, people always think like I'm that kind of person that will... Because maybe based on like, what they see on camera, I'm like, yeah, I don't like this kind of things. <laughs> but I'm actually... One of the things that I really pride myself is I'm very... I'm quite fearless. Okay. Not a lot of things scare me. Actually, nothing much scares me. Eh. You asked me to go to like, Halloween Horror Nights so I'm not scared. Yeah, and you ask me to get dirty, down and dirty, right, I'm not scared. If you ask me to like take a hairball out of the the toilet, right? I will use my bare hands, you know. (laughs) Yeah, but then severely disinfect my hand after that, but I will still do it. Yeah, and that's one of the things that I have... I've been very proud of myself, because I get to do a lot of things like, you know, bungee jump, all these things. I'm not scared. That's so cool. Yeah, it's just like the kind of things... Life is too short to be scared about things. Yeah. yeah, I
0: feel like I'm attending a TED Talk of sorts. Oh now, my God, no lah! Like, inspirational, s-
1: foul talk maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Who's TED? Hey,
0: new segment, foul talks. Eh, hey,
1: my maybe can eh. Huh? Yeah? <laughs> no, I don't wanna, too much pressure. <laughs> so
0: your hardest day is plunging toilets, ah.
1: Yeah, because you know what? As much as people think like it is a, it is always changing. I think the work of the media industry, right, mm. It's always changing, always evolving, and for me. As someone who is not necessarily the fastest when keeping up with trends, I have had to learn how to do that. Um, but the best part about working in TSL is really, and everybody's gonna say this, the people around you. Yeah, honestly, I think the hardest people hardest days are when either one, um, people like leave, either people like end their internship, and you've just grown so much closer to them, or just like just bad days, or in general when you have so many things to do at one ta- in one mm. at one sitting, right? Um, yeah, otherwise I think it's not terrible eh. Like, I think it's the same anywhere else to be honest.
0: Yeah, it can't be terrible, you've been here 5 years, Yeah, exactly. pretty awesome. I mean, all (laughs) my
1: friends, all my peers, right, have like, come and gone in their day jobs, you know, like, for example, like, they won 2 years in HR already, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because, I mean, they obviously haven't found uh, a job that is close to their passion ah. For me, it's really like, this job is as close to my passion as possible. Uh, being able to host and be able to like present how I am, um, that's as close to my dreams and uh, in, in a job as close to my dreams as possible. Yeah, so I appreciate that.
0: Wow, oh, you're very lucky, and and I think that you're also very appreciative. So it's like a winning formula.
1: I know. Yeah. Um. I think people don't appreciate. People don't express appreci- appreci- appreciate appreciation that much. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, yeah. People sometimes are a bit entitled. Especially when the younger kids, they, they expect things to be given to them. Lah. For me, I feel like I still don't. I still feel that I have to work hard every single day to get to where I am. Or to wherever I want to do. Yeah, That's
0: great. You never lose that hunger for like more yeah. information and to, be, to grow and to be better. A-
1: absolutely, absolutely. I just, I w- I just want to be, I guess, a better version of myself than I was yesterday, if that makes sense. Yeah.
0: Alright. So do you think um, maybe your school education sort of like prepped you for this? Did you study something related before you got into this job?
1: Crazy. Okay, um, I think... wow. Well, let me start all the way back. Like primary okay. school, like, I, was, I, wasn't, I wasn't a very bright kid.
0: Really? Because like I think one would assume that you'd be the kind that just aced your test. Uh,
1: no lah. Like in, in, in primary school, I think like I was good in English. Surprisingly, I was good in mother tongue.
0: Okay. Uh, Why is that surprising? You're
1: so good with language. No, but I was I, I think now I'm I've lost touch with it. La. I think okay. as a kid I think it was easier. I was very good. But I was terrible at math and science. And I really had yeah, I mean, honestly, right. I think usually people who are good at languages tend to be They suck
0: at the others, yeah. Thing,
1: right? there, there are people who I know who are good at everything and then I always jealous of them. So yeah. I'm always jealous of people who are much better than me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean it is it's really like that, lah. So I wasn't the brightest when it comes to math and science, but Somehow or other, I managed to go through that PSLE was good, mm-hmm. did fairly well, um, got into secondary school where I started pursuing, I guess, one of the subjects which I really enjoyed doing was English Lit.
0: I loved it too. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. In secondary school, that was where I really found my passion for English literature and I really just enjoyed kind of reading and analysing things and that was kind of where I found my passion for the arts.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Actually what I like the most about Lit is that you don't really have to study, just read a book and go for the exam. And just like write whatever you think. There is technically no wrong answer as long exactly. as you can justify yourself. Right?
1: As much as I don't like to say that, yes. It Oops. is 99 oh I don't want to say 99. Lah. It was 80 80% smoking your way through. Yeah. That, right? But it's about, I mean, you must at least have some semblance of an understanding yeah. of the, the 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 themes of the book and you you explaining it in your own way. And I love that there's no right and wrong. Yeah. And I I I I I think that's the beauty of Lit. Because every single person can have a different experience with a particular book. And I, I, I loved that as a kid. Um, and yeah, but I think I didn't get to pursue that as much. Because i think of CCA, right, my, my dad insisted that I was in... I joined a uniform group. So okay. I ended up joining NCC LAN. Okay. Yeah, it's crazy, <laughs> you know, like, I mean, like I wanted to be... Okay, so I was like drafted for gymnastics uh i wanted to be in like some creative arts type thing but i wasn't allowed to my dad wanted me to pursue uniform group because he thinks that i can become more of a man i guess
0: i don't know
1: (laughs) i think he wanted me to become i guess more rugged la yeah yeah i think
0: that's quite typical of that you know
1: is it really though
0: i would think so like moms want you to be like, you know, nurturing and
1: right, right, right. sentimental,
0: and then that's want the sons to be that.
1: Yeah, I guess I guess that's true lah. And I mean, I enjoyed, I enjoyed it for the most part. It was very regimental and everything. But I enjoyed it for the most part lah. La. Yeah. I ended up being a staff sergeant by the end of my time. Okay. Yeah, which is like the second highest rank you can get. Good which is you. Yeah, I know, right? It's so crazy that I did that. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's like you didn't seem like you were super, super into about it, but when you go into something, you just give it your all. La.
1: That is actually very true, and something I don't realise, but I think I just try my best lol. If Even if like it doesn't end up well, I will try, and I oh, I would have known that I've tried.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, once you've given your best, there's like no regrets, and you make the most out of the situation. Correct. Correct,
1: yeah. So, I mean, yeah, secondary school was like that. I wasn't very memorable. I was a bit of a nerd.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, la, it's just a bit like awkward, like awkward nerd.
0: Nerds are cool now, man.
1: Are they really though? Uh,
0: smart people are uh, definitely Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Smart people, yes, mm-hmm. la, but whether oh. they are nerds is a different I don't
0: know, I don't know. <laughs> okay, be nerd and not smart, man. Like I would Can be
1: fake nerd. La. Fake nerd. That means you wear the glasses fake one, uh-huh. but I'm actually damn stupid. Oh my god <laughs> <laughs> Can I say that? <laughs> sure. Oh uh, yeah, but I mean, yeah, but I guess you were a real nerd. I was very la my glasses <laughs> were thick. Oh my god, my myopia my was terrible back then. Uh, and my mom would always uh, attribute it to me reading, uh, lying down. Yeah,
0: and in the dark. Oh
1: my god, yeah. that's, that's me la. Like Yeah, I mean my mom used to like scold me for that. Uh, yeah, but seg- again like I say secondary school wasn't very exciting. Um, I made like maybe a close group of friends then in secondary school. This is so funny because I must tell this. Okay. We were called the bitch club. Oh my god! Yeah! <laughs> you know why? I don't know why because I guess because we we're all quite... I guess flamboyant at that point of time, Hi. and we were a bit of the outliers in school. We were in a boys' school, okay. all boys' school.
0: Oh, and you guys were called a beach, the bitch club. Ah, <laughs> okay. We
1: were called the bitch club. I don't know whether somebody called us that or we self-proclaimed. Uh, <laughs> it's actually very interesting. That we—that was my group, close group of friends. They were like my support system in that sense, uh, where I started finding people who were just like me in that sense, who were not afraid to express what they thought. Um, pretty much uh, be who they were. La. Mm. Yeah, But it's kind of like double life in that sense because that was part of me, but also the MCC learn was part of me as oh well. My so it's a really a little bit of a struggle in identity at that point of my life. La. So what should I be? I didn't know. Okay. But then that's where JC came about and I went to JC the first time I've been in a co-ed school. Mm. Then that is where I like, whoa, that's so interesting, a totally different experience. Uh, and then my classmates, just nice. It was an arts class I did, uh, which is, was what I've always wanted to do, I guess. And that's where I met a close group of my friends. In fact, two two of them are still my closest friends till today.
0: That's sweet. From
1: from JC, yeah. Only two of them la.
0: Okay, what about the rest? The rest of rest? them have like <laughs> either
1: one, like decided not to decided to cut ourselves, cut us from their lives. Oh. Or, I don't know. it's just some people move on lah? I guess that's that's normal. Okay, but right? cut la, like I say we don't keep in contact, lah, we are friends on Facebook, but that's basically it. Oh,
0: but can be drift to part not necessarily like cut, right? Cut sounds very brutal.
1: And I sad, guess and... okay la there are some people who have cut uh, me from their lives, but mm. that's, that's another a story. story another that was university la, but I <laughs> want like a different story altogether. But like JC, that's where I found like a close group of friends, like girlfriends, who I really confided in la, and they were non judgmental which was my favourite part. And I think they were like, just very supportive, no matter what I did. And in JC, I was in Student Council. Again, like a bit of a nerd lor. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like, I really, it took me damn long to really blossom into what I am today. Because most of the times in school, right, I was damn nerdy. I was wearing like these thick glasses, the glasses were, you know, black frame glasses. Okay,
0: like, like Harry thick. Potter, black frames, no,
1: round? Harry Bo- no, it's like black thick, like the kind that, you know, it's like last time cool, but not, not really. Like. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even really think it was cool, <laughs> it's just black frames and it was practical. And that was why I, I just felt like I was a bit of a nerd back then. But you know, I was a student council, I wasn't particularly popular or anything. I was just that kid that read announcements in the morning.
0: Oh <laughs> why why you?
1: I guess student council. I guess I don't know why. Maybe because they think that I am able to present well. Lah.
0: Oh, so it means the last time you already have like a good presenter voice, lah. like you speak well. I think
1: I'm just a bit of a talkative person. <laughs> and then because yes. I like to talk a lot, right? Then people just like this guy can talk well. So then I just got into that lah. Oh, Alright. Yeah. I see. Crazy.
0: So after JC, mm. was there any like pivotal point? in your life, or any life-changing experience that, you know, sort of like, shook you to be who you are today? Ah. Because from what you've been saying, right, it's like, you know, you're very different in school. Right, right. So what was, was there? was there any like, changing moment in your life?
1: Right, okay, that's, that's a good question. Um, I think for me, JC was kind of like the, the the bud of okay. that, that, that new Fauzi, you know what I mean? Mm. Then, when I went to university, um, I did. I decided I wanted to pursue literature when I entered university. Nice. So I went to NUS. I, I tried uni, I tried literature for that one module, and I found out I really hated it. Ah. <laughs> I really hated it.
0: Cause it's I, not the same as in secondary school, right?
1: Yeah, it's it's different, and also like I think because the lecturer wasn't very good, I know. so I really kind of like tainted my experience. But then when I went to the theatre introduction module, right, I was like, "Oh, this is what I really want to do. I really love how it it takes literature, but in a, in a stage format. Mm. So it becomes a little bit more practical in that mm-hmm. sense, where I get to really experience theatre beyond just reading it. And it's actually performing it and seeing how performance actually transforms the experience for the audience. So I enjoyed that. I I, I really fell in love with theatre at that point of time, and I've never, I guess, really thought of theatre as a legitimate course of study until university at that very point when I started doing that. Okay. yeah, And that really changed my life because in the next four years, I really enjoyed studying everything about theatre, watching plays and appreciating kind of the artistry of it, And that, I think, sort of like really sparked a little bit of uh, passion in me in stage and stage performance. So I did a little bit of that here and there during university. And I've always thought that I would pursue that full time. Okay. Yeah, I've always thought I would do that full time. But I guess I didn't.
0: (laughs) Well, in a way, what you're doing at TSL is sort of still related to like the arts and like writing, expressing yourself.
1: Exactly. So in a way, it's very similar. I mean, that's why people always talk about how like, oh, your theatre degree, what are you really going to do? with There are a lot of things that you learn from that that you can apply in any other job, to be honest. And I just chose to apply it in a more, I guess, digital media kind of uh, realm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, TSL and like you know, YouTube's your stage, actually, isn't it?
1: A little bit, a little bit, yeah. So, I guess I've been very thankful with the opportunities I've been given. La. And I mean, I know like all my peers, or a lot of them, actually, majority of my peers have not actually gone into any related industry. They've just given up.
0: Oh, no. The theater, they've yeah. gone
1: into like corporate world jobs and stuff like that. I mean, yeah. But I mean, it's a reality of it. La. Not everybody will get the chance to pursue something creative-related. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: So we've covered um, your primary school, secondary school, up to uni. Yes. And then we previously talked about TSL. Right. So I realized there's a little gap in between, oh. which is NS.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you any
0: NS stories to tell? Cause I love hearing what wow, people NS, NS, NS stories.
1: Are, NS stories. Okay. So there are like a couple of like very memorable ones. One like funny story is that last time when right, we were at a camp, right? Um, we had to do guard duty and okay. then one of the one of the guard duty points was actually by the gate to a cemetery. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So, I, I, I mean, I don't have the gift. Like, and I, I, I want to excl- exclaim to everyone here out there, I don't have the gift. I don't see anything. Oh, the gift meaning the eye. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. I don't have that gift to see anything. But when, my, when we were walking down, my friend said like, uh, let's quickly walk off past this gate. Then after, after we got to like a safety zone, he I asked him like why? And then he said like he saw something on the tree. Then I'm like, huh? eek. Yeah. Okay. Uh, again, like, I'm not very scared about these kind of things. Like. I'm quite fearless when it comes to these kind of things. It's, 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 it's a spirit. I do believe like they are around. But okay. I don't believe they will harm you if you don't mean any harm to them. Or you don't do anything bad to them. You mm. know what I mean? They're just there. Okay. Yeah, I just believe that. Yeah. Um. And then one of the craziest things. Like, this is the one. The craziest thing. I don't think it only just changed... Um. my life in NS, it changed the rest of my life. Alright. Yeah, it's crazy, right? So, one, there was once I got hit by a car. Oh my god. During, this during NS, right? I got hit by a car. Uh, like, it's a very long story. Long story short is I got hit by a car. The impact was hard enough for the driver's plate number to fall off. Oh my god. It was hard enough for people or bystanders to see and say it looked like I flew, so it was pretty crazy. Okay. But at that point of time, I wouldn't have known anything, to be honest. But the one thing that I really like stuck with me that I think to me, people always say that it happens when you're like in a near-death experience, that I really saw like my life flashing before my eyes.
0: Like in a split second sort of thing?
1: Yeah, I mean obviously the, the impact to like to, like, me hitting the floor, right, the ground, right, would have been, like, very small. Yeah. Like, a very short amount of time. But, all I can remember, in that split second, right, was seeing the faces of my friends and my family.
0: Wow. Yeah. Like, in the movies, like, really just, like, Yeah. Flashing. Really quickly.
1: Really that, eh? Like, I don't... I can't even exaggerate it. Like, I wouldn't even, even be able to tell you that this is just all some fabricated thing because it really shook me. Right. Like, at that point of time when I was, like, flying, I guess, no. that's all I could think of. And then in that next moment when I, like, like I guess... Was conscious of what happened. I got up and said, the first thing I said was, "I'm okay." I literally <laughs> shouted that. It was so stupid of me. I don't know why lah. I
0: think it's good. People will be worried like oh my yeah. god. Is he dead?
1: <laughs> I think it's just part of me because I don't really like people to worry about me. So I really like people to be like that's fine. That's fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. You know. But um, I got very emotional on the way to like, the hospital. Um, just because I think I really thought about like family and I thought about like my friends and about like how if touch would anything happen to me uh, i would be leaving them behind and that oh. would be tragic and i would be so upset about that um, but yeah i i really thought about it and i really at that point of time in the car just and in the in the, the 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 ambulance to the hospital i really just cried i just couldn't when i called my dad and i said like i'm i'm sorry i apologize to my oh, dad no. i really don't even know why i did that i apologise to my dad but my dad was very un- like he was like that's fine and whatever, just I'll see you at the hospital and stuff like that. But I really cried. It was it was so emotional. I, c- I could not even Oh
0: no, why are you saying sorry it's not your fault? I know, You're like, I
1: know. Uh
0: innocent victim.
1: <laughs> I know, and I don't know why. Because I guess I really hate disappointing people. It's the one thing I, I've always had to live with, I think as a kid is that I really hate disappointing people. And uh, as, an, as an adult, I still feel that way. I don't know why, but it just happens. I, mean, I want to go cry now. Hola. Hola. <laughs> I, 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 that's why I always feel I'm very apologetic for doing things that I, I, I guess is not expected of me. You know, or, I, or, they, or doing things that disappoint people. So in that action even even if it wasn't my fault, I felt like I disappointed people because I had to trouble someone oh. to, you know, send me to the hospital, trouble someone to pick me up from the hospital. And I really just hate doing that. I don't know why. Mm. Ah, I still don't get it, but like, it's a it's kind of things that I've had to deal with for a while now. La. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But it really changed my life, la, and I really did, from that point of time, I really did put in more thought about the things I was doing with my life and making sure I make sure I didn't, you know, do anything that would disappoint somebody else. Or doing or doing thing, anything risky that would, you know, put someone at risk. Uh,
0: mm.
1: Or put myself at risk rather. Yeah.
0: Well, not that I've known you for a particularly long mm. time, but um, just as someone who is looking at your life from the outside now, right. I wouldn't think that you're a disappointment. Oh my at God, all. thanks. I think you're actually an inspiration to a lot of people to you know, be themselves right. and to chase after their dreams.
1: I hope so, yeah. I really hope so. That's the one thing that I love about this job. Because I am able to do that. Um, I don't think I will be able to do that anywhere else.
0: Yeah, it's true. Right? To sort of use your influence and your presence, basically, on social media or any sort of platform yeah. to just mm, spread positive vibes, ah, to put it simply.
1: Yeah, I think people don't ex- don't people don't do that enough. I just feel like in the social media sphere today, uh, we have a lot, we are bombarded with a lot of like, no, we like are a lot of images and you know, beautiful people and stuff, but sometimes just spreading a bit of positivity, speaking to people or like, you know, just being yourself really does yeah. help, even if it doesn't help like the masses, it helps that one person. And I've had people come up to me and like DM me and they would be like, I. I Thank you for like being who you are because it helps ha- help me like um, be myself so like, I've got kids you know who are like like 16 year olds 17 year olds who, who are interested in putting on makeup and I'm like wow and then they say they're inspired to do that a little bit more and I'm like wow that's crazy just go for it man some of them have very supportive parents which I'm super happy to hear yeah. about but some of them of course they have to do it on the you know down low right yeah. so they I did I do like encourage them to like try it out but I mean do it in a safe space or
0: so. Yeah. Okay. So um, speaking of that, yes. I just wanted to ask you, hmm, you mentioned that you have like 16, 17 years coming up to you, right? Yep. So you know now that you are such a like a mainstay face on TSL over the years, uh-huh. you have like those very and two fans or <laughs> like people coming up to you in real life and saying, Hi i watch your videos. Oh my god. Something ha- like that. Yeah
1: yeah yeah. People seem to think that it happens a lot of times uh, but it doesn't lah. Really? I really live my life as 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 I would if I was working in any other corporate job, you know what I mean? I would just go take the MRT, go okay. anywhere. You know, I'm, I'm, I'll go to the NTUC, <laughs> go and shop in my shorts and like go and buy potato chips at kind of sometimes I get people judge me for buying potato chips because I'm always at NTUC buying potato chips. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, it does happen and I mean, it's always very cute, la, especially when. There are like kids, right? Who come up to you on the MRT. They're like, oh my god, I love your videos. Then they like. Aww. There are people who have asked me for their autograph for my autograph and stuff. <laughs> Damn cute, la, they I just like, I'll oblige la photos, whatever, I oblige. Um Memorable things. Actually, I, all these things, right? It's crazy that it's happened, la. Uh, but I think one of the craziest stories is I just happened to be walking right. Right outside my house, like I'm going for, I'm walking from the MRT to my, my block right? And it's mm. not far from the MRT. Okay. Right? So I was just walking down, la 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 la. Then you know what? There were a couple of kids in the, at the playground downstairs. Like right. My playground is really literally just outside my window now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's literally right there. Um, there were kids that uh, I just didn't pay attention, just walked off um, and then got into the elevator. When I got to the elevator, my elevator is the kind where the two window panels, you know, you can see outside, right? Ah, yeah. Yeah, so I pressed my floor right and then bam the next huh. thing i saw was this girl running across to the front of the elevator right through the windows and she started waving at me oh, I, like, oh my god and that moment i really like them shook i like what am i supposed to do right and then my floor is not very high right i don't have like another like and i was alone in a lift right so i couldn't have like pressed another floor in be- before the amount of time that takes me to get to my floor i couldn't have pressed another floor to like to like tell her not to come to my you know, to con her into thinking that it's my other floor, you know oh, what I mean? Okay. So it was just that stressful of like, oh my god. So by the time I got to my floor, I'm like, uh I quickly ran out of the elevator, run into my door, open and close and locked the door. Oh no,
0: what's that little girl gonna do I to you? I don't know, I am scared. <laughs> you, you describe her like predator, you know. <laughs> Maybe she just wanna say
1: hi for I say hi. know, I know. It's very cute, <laughs> la. I appreciate it. I really appreciate it. But don't shock me into doing In this. The, kind you of thing.
0: know, from your windows, hi, I'm here. Hey, eh, my... sometimes,
1: god, I can hear people. Sometimes, because like when when they walk past, then they were he- they say the smart local dot com. Oh, you
0: they're they're damn oh, they them creepy. Oh my god.
1: Yeah, and sometimes it happens at night.
0: No, but that is it because they know you live here or what? Why would you I hear that know. jingle? So
1: okay, sometimes I walk by, like just to walk from my MRT to my house, right? Then there's these people at the at the, at the, the, the playground just sitting nuts, loitering or whatever. Sometimes they am just walking, la, la, la. then suddenly I hear the smile There i like...
0: They see your face! Run! <laughs> <laughs> Run! <laughs> Shit!
1: Yeah.
0: But I think maybe they see your face and they just try yeah. to like tease you, disturb you a bit. Lah. I know,
1: but it's so... Like, and you know, it's just like one, one of those things that I can't ever get used to. Because a bit like... No privacy like that. Like, right. I do like I I'm quite private about my private life. Okay. So this is probably one of the most, I guess, revealing interviews I've ever done in my entire life. Really? Ah, really. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Okay. Yeah.
0: But just like you say that when you're in your room you can hear people singing that jingle. No, like that if they, let's
1: say for example they've seen me walk by, oh, right? Then okay. they like I go up my floor, then they will just shout, you know, that kind of thing. So, yeah. Okay. Creepy, but you know, it's just I take I take it with a pinch of salt every time la. Just if it doesn't mean any any harm, so it's fine. Yeah, mm. I honestly right would hundred percent prefer right. If you wanted a picture or whatever, you come up and ask yeah, me. Yeah, like straightforward. Yeah, don't take sneaky pics. That's them weird. Then I suddenly get an instant DM. Then they say. Then they take a picture oh, of me like yeah. casually buying shit. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> like papa Can I call it paparazzi? Yeah, moment. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So if you want a picture, I'll, I'm I'll be more than happy to oblige. Mm. Uh, I'll be more than happy to say yes. I'm. Uh, yeah, I've even once taken a picture when I was like literally in my sportswear.
0: Wow, you're that famous? Eh? I stay in the account was very near you. Yeah, but nobody take my picture.
1: <laughs> Different. <laughs> okay, maybe next time. Next time.
0: Okay, Next time you see a photo of me, you better take a photo of me.
1: Okay, okay, <laughs> and sure. And sing the
0: jingle back to me. Okay, Ken.
1: Okay, Ken. Okay, I will. Eh. <laughs> huh? Don't, don't be shy. I'll answer the email. I will not be shy. I'll be like, oh, see,
0: where are you? Oh uh, no, you can't
1: find me. I'm secretly hiding somewhere. Where I creep.
0: Uh, I'm gonna do that to you now, now. cause now I know where he stays. I'm gonna walk. Oh past my god! And god sing please, yeah, come
1: say hi to me. I, I, Kong <laughs> is a very um chill place. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I hear a lot of like, funny stories about living in Haogang, but I personally never experienced any.
1: Oh, you want to hear? Yeah, yeah I want to hear. Stories. You have? Yes. Okay. Well, I love Haogang and I love where I stay because it's so close to the MRT station. Mm. Like, I've stayed here for over 15 years. Wow, okay. 15... Eh. 15, wow, actually, no, since I was 12, so that's over 18 years now.
0: Now we all know exactly how old he is. I,
1: everybody knows I'm 30 already. Okay. It's not, not a secret anymore. It's literally on like famousbirthdays.com or something like that. Wow, ah, legit famous <laughs> <person> right here. <laughs> Someone put it up there, I'm like, okay, cool, thanks. Uh, Yeah, but like, I've been here for so long, and I really love back then when I first started living here, right? No MRT. Mm. So ah? I have to take bus to school every day.
0: Okay, wow. Yeah. I do not remember a period of time where there
1: was no MRT in our What wait back when I first moved here, right? There was no MRT. It was terrible. Uh, but when it started having MRT, oh, wow, I damn happy. Eh. Everywhere I can go, I can go to town in like thirty minutes. Eh. Yeah. That to me is like the most convenient thing ever, and I my walk to MRT station is so close. Uh but like, I think my neighborhood specifically a bit strange because I think throughout my entire time living here, each block in my estate has had. Someone commits suicide. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, I saw something to be laughing at but like why is she laughing? It's
0: why just is she laughing?
1: one of those weird things that happens. Okay. Uh, like literally all like there are four blocks in my neighborhood, right? And all of them, right? I've at least seen one of those incidences. Now, in various in varying degrees, lah. Some of them it was like when I see already, right? It's covered in a tent already. You know the okay. police tent. Yeah, when the they blue cover up. The, uh, correct. Yeah. They'll cover the dead body, right? But the one at my blog, right, it was particularly memorable. And I was like a kid, maybe like twelve, probably about twelve, eleven or twelve I think. Um where you know, I I, I suddenly heard a loud thud. Mm. Boom. Like a loud thud. And the thud, right, is unlike any other thud you would hear. Like it's not like you throw a box that kind of thud. It's a loud but very solid thud. Okay. So scary. But again, like, as a kid, I was like, curious lah, ah. As a kid, like all of us kepo about all sorts of random things happening around your neighbourhood, right? So off I went, and then suddenly got all this commotion, and then my neighbour came and knocked, into my, knocked, knocked my door and said, mm. Hey, you got someone like, committing suicide. Then me my, me, my younger brother, and my, my neighbour, and na- my neighbor's brother, they're all like, we're all like around the same age, you know? We went to see, we went to look out the window of the kitchen, and looked out, and there was a dead body there. Okay. It was very contorted, but... They, the, I, like, a kid would be scared, right? But I was very, I don't know, fascinated by it. I guess not so much fascinated by the dead body, but fascinated about, like, why the person did that. You know what I mean? What has pushed him over the edge, literally. Oh my mean, You know what I mean? Yeah, like, what really pushed him to go and like do that, la, and end his life? So it really made me like reflect. Um, so yeah, like, you know, these kind of things, all these little moments in my life, right, kind of, like, accumulate to make me realise that I really need to, like, enjoy my life and really, like, appreciate every single moment of my life. Uh. Life is very short. It really is. Yeah, you know, I think, like, like it, say, it seems like, what, five years is a very long time, but it actually really isn't. Five years flies by like that in a snap. Like, honestly, I didn't even think my university time would fly like that but four years and damn it's gone and I have to go out into the adult world yeah so it's crazy like all these weird things happen around me but I've I've never been truly faced by it in fact I use all these experiences to learn more about something or to like improve myself or so I'm still today. I'm still improving. I'm still learning. Even in fact, like when we talk about mm. like you know, hosting and stuff like that, I always talk to every or all the talents in TSL, and every day I learn something new from them, like based on their feedback, and I try to like see how I can learn to help them improve.
0: Wow! Yeah. So you've got this like. You really just seem to be somebody who is always thinking, oh, how can I improve on this situation? Mm. What am I going to do next? And yeah. how do I make the yeah. most out of this? Do you think it's something that has been instilled in you by possibly your parents since you were young?
1: I think you're probably right. I think my parents... Um, I think... it. Re- I don't know. Actually, let me think. My parents... Uh, are the most loving people in the world. I love my parents so much, but I think the one thing that I don't realize, I di- oh, I didn't realize as growing up, is how much work they have put in for me. Like I think both my parents are very different. Back when I was growing up, my dad was always this disciplinarian. He was okay. very strict, very strict. And I've seen my dad like you know, I don't want to say lah, but my seen my dad being be very angry at like my brothers, for example. And it's quite scary lah. And as a kid, really like made me think about being like a very good boy because I didn't want to face his wrath that <laughs> oh my kind God. of thing. Uh, and my mom was on the other hand very like the nurturing sort and then my, I think I, I credit it to my mom being a teacher. I mean the mom is, was a teacher before she retired for over 30 years. Um, so I think she's really kind of like been accustomed to kind of taking care of kids and like children of all ages, students of all ages. So she is really very nurturing and I think she babies me a lot lah.
0: Oh Yeah, so
1: my mom's name is Fauzia actually. Oh, so that's she, so similar to yours! Yeah, so she named me after her. So I guess in that sense, I don't know if my brothers would like to hear it lah, but like I think I'm the favorite child. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's, it's, it's so funny because that i mean that growing up in that kind of environment really kind of pushed me to be who i am i guess in that sense uh very organized i'm very like tidy cuz my my mom oh my god my mom is like the number one thing number one person about tidiness she insists that all of us all the kids in her and All the, all her kids, right? I've got four brothers, so there's uh, five boys. Okay. She insists that in primary school, secondary school, up to JC, right? she insists that all your books have to be wrapped in plastic and labelled. Like with your onion. school books? All. Every single book has to be wrapped in plastic. And then we every time before the school semester starts, we will all sit together and we will... Wrap
0: your books. Yeah! That's so cute! I
1: loved it, you know. I really loved it. And I really got that habit from my mom. in a sense. I'm I'm very tidy. Um, very like clean, I guess, in that sense. A bit of OCD thing, lah. La. Uh, yeah. It's true.
0: His room is really clean.
1: Other than the, mm, the toys, the
0: uh, decorations doesn't count. Huh?
1: <laughs> yeah, but every everything has a place.
0: OCD, also. you say? Yeah. What, <laughs> what sort of OCD do you have? Okay,
1: I think the funny thing about OCD is like, I only really realized that this was a problem very much later in my age, um, because. I never thought of it as a problem. Okay. As a kid, I always thought, I don't know, I, I, I'm fine, I'm just doing this. This is what everybody else does. The one thing that I did remember, is there something? Yeah, oh that was God. a fly. Bye fly! <laughs> uh, but there was one thing that I really remember, right, is that as a kid, I used to always do this. When I close things, or I close drawers, I close doors, or I close the fridge for example, I had to count up to 10 every time I hold on to the door and just count to 10. Okay. And sometimes, right, it's it doesn't stop there. It's, it's Sometimes, like, I don't feel satisfied by the just the door closing. I actually open it again and close it again and count it down again. And it got to a point where it got really bad lah. Where I... And at that point, I just didn't know anything any better. So it got to the point where I kept doing it. And it was just routine for me. I didn't think it was anything wrong. I didn't think there was anything wrong with me. I just thought that everybody did this. And... I think it really stemmed from a fear, which is one thing that I was afraid of at mm-hmm. that point of time. A fear of, I guess, doing something wrong. Or oh, again, disappointing someone. Oh my god, but full circle. I... <laughs> right? Mm,
0: but how, how, but how, how do you relate closing the door with right. disappointing someone? Okay, like so never like, close properly? Yeah, so really? for example,
1: right, for the fridge, right, if you don't close it properly, your food will spoil. Right. And that was my thought process. For example, like if I don't close the door when uh, the aircon is on, the aircon will go up. Then the in- electricity bill will increase. Right? And then, like for example, like if I put money in my drawer, I have to close it. If I don't close it properly, people will steal the money and steal it.
0: Oh my god, who? I
1: don't know. That's <laughs> the thing. Like You can't rationalise it. Uh, it's very hard to rationalise it. I think it, again, like all these things maybe stem from growing up, like I was just very, like maybe my dad, because my dad is a very strict disciplinarian, and I think I was just very afraid to do something wrong. So that really was what I grew up with, eh. like throughout my childhood. I think it only really stopped in JC when I started being able to be myself a little bit more. I do get relapses once in a while, and it happens quite, even till today, Mm -hmm. it still happens. Sometimes I just catch myself like instead of like just letting go i catch myself holding on to it and it it manifests sometimes especially like one of the things that i really am very scared of is locking the door sometimes right it manifests myself i don't count but it manifests manifests it in in a way where i once i lock the door i go back to my room i think about it have i locked the door have i turned off the lights so it does happen and it it happens, you know, and sometimes it's just, I don't know when it happens. Maybe it's like during, it's usually during like very stressful periods of time when it comes back. Um, sometimes, that's crazy, like sometimes I like lock the door from outside from outside just to go out, right? Nobody's at home. I lock the door from the outside. I go down to the lift, then suddenly I will stop myself at the lift and think about, did I lock the door? And I go up and I check again. It's so crazy, it happens. But the thing is because at that point as a kid, nobody talked about it. I I never had anybody to talk about it. So I just assume it was normal la. and even till to now till now I've never really actually confronted that I've had it. I in fact never have never have I told this story to anyone. Oh wow, okay. Yeah, I tell like some people, my close friends and stuff, but I don't I don't really talk about it. But I guess, you know, maybe someone out there if they hear it then they will relate to it lah. Cuz I really the one point where I really found out about it is when I watched the show and there was someone who was suffer- oh, I guess experiencing the same thing as me la. So that's when I kind of, it dawned on me. Okay. So crazy, right? Yeah. I really d- never thought about it. Yeah.
0: But don't worry about it. I think at least it's not a severe OCD. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's,
1: Absolutely. Yeah, it's
0: just more of like a side effect. Like, oh, you know, this happens. But yeah. you're pretty self-aware.
1: I am, I yeah. am, I am, and and I I I'm very thankful that I'm able to realize this. Yeah. Because there are many people out there who have you know mental mental uh mental issues mm. or like they have Disorders, problems. Yeah. yeah. And all these things are so difficult to talk about because there really isn't a very good avenue or nobody talks or nobody tells you it's okay to do it. You know what I mean to talk about it. And I I personally am one of those people who really. I like to tell people that if you really need help, there's nothing wrong with seeking help. Uh, There's so much stigma with mental problems or mental issues um, that we vilify this idea that if you have some problem that you are less than a person, you know what I mean? You're not not good enough. But actually everybody goes through the same problems and it's just that because we don't have people talking about it, we don't realise that all these problems uh, actually, more common than you think. Yeah. Yeah. So, I guess hopefully, like, if someone out there can relate to this OCD story of mine, can, if they think that they are very seriously in need of help, I think that they can search for someone to help them out there. Yeah. Eh? Mm. Well,
0: hopefully, we can achieve this if people talk together.
1: I hope so. Yeah. I really hope so. And I mean, like, <laughs> like I said, I'm very private about my private life. So, I hopefully, like, doing this will help more people kind of be inspired a little bit more. Okay. Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but I think there's strength in vulnerability.
1: I, I really think, I really also agree with you, yeah, because people think that we have to be the perfect image of human beings at all times, but in reality, no lah, we all have problems. Yeah. Yeah. And then the more, like, people of influence like us talk about having problems, the people, everybody else will be like, oh, actually, that's cool. I also... Suffer from the same problem, lah, and hopefully, that will inspire them to find a way out or find a way to help themselves. Mm. Yeah.
0: So, you mentioned. <sighs> huh. It's like a lot of things to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you mentioned um, that you would hate to disappoint people, right? So, yeah. what do you. Um, do you have any idea what your parents think of what you're doing now?
1: <laughs> this is a funny question because I don't think my parents know exactly what we're doing. Huh? I, don't think, I don't think they know exactly what I'm doing in my life. I think they they often kind of like simplify it to be like someone who appears on videos and stuff like that. Um, yeah, and then sometimes when, for example, like I was in the $100 Nomad, right, with mm-hmm. Xenia and Zane. Um, I think they really like simplified it. Oh my god, you're going to be on TV in a sense and when they watched it on TV they got they they were so proud. Yeah. And really like made me reaffirm my choices at my career ah. Uh, in that sense. Uh, so I don't know if they know exactly why what or what I'm doing like all the aspects of it. All I know is that my mama my mom always answers the door when I get media kits. So yeah. she's always thinking I'm getting free things that I have to review somehow. Uh, <laughs> so she's always like uh, you need to re- write a review, is it? You need to know now, nah, like, don't know how to explain to her. Like, sometimes it's just for Instagram, you know what I mean? Um, but it's so cute because my mom also is very happy because when I get a lot of skincare stuff, I just pass it to her. <laughs> I use some of them. I don't use all of them. I just pass yeah. it, and she's damn happy, you know? Yeah. So I think she doesn't get it all to all together, but I think she's very happy what I'm doing. Like, she's happy, or rather, my parents. Both my parents are happy that I'm happy with what I'm doing.
0: That's so sweet. Yeah,
1: my parents are not the kind that they say like, "Hey, you must get a high paying job, that kind of thing. My parents are literally not the kind of people like that. Yeah, my parents, just do whatever you want. Do whatever you makes you happy. Yeah, don't care about the money or anything. My mother and my dad, my mom and dad, really they just, both of them want all their children to be happy.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really admire that about
1: your family. I really admire that about my parents to be honest because um, I grew up in an environment which is very nurturing and very supportive and I'm very happy to say that I'm very much closer to my parents today than I was as a kid. Because I really I, as an adult your perspective changes you've seen how your parents have worked so hard to get you to where you are. And I can't I really like I pay, I give them an uh, give them like a round of applause for all the work they put in to help me get here. Eh? If I didn't have any of their support I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't even be able to study theater if I had traditional asian parents they probably asked me to study yeah. engineering <laughs> and I probably would have killed myself no I, uh, I no, can't say that. No, no I you I cannot say that. that. I probably have hated myself. <laughs> yeah, I probably would have hated myself so much la. But I'm I'm very glad that my mar- my parents are super appreciative and super supportive.
0: Yeah, that's wonderful, especially being closer to your parents now that we're a bit older. You no, know, we're older, they're older.
1: Yeah, so, I yeah. feel like it's a thing. As you're older, I think you really like, on hindsight, your vision is twenty twenty, <laughs> right? Your you see what your parents have done, and you're you're so much happy, uh, talking to your parents. In fact, I feel very bad that I don't get to spend more time with my parents. Mm. Yeah,
0: because they always feel so busy with work.
1: That's exactly it, lah. Yeah. yeah.
0: All right, um, so maybe perhaps to wrap things up, sure. you could tell us um, what about your future plans regarding work or maybe even right. like personal life, anything you'd like to share with us.
1: Okay, beautiful. Um, honestly, with work, I, I am taking a little bit more of a mentorship role now, so I really am not appearing as much on videos as I used to, but I really am taking the time to mentor all the f- upcoming talents on The Smart Local. And I really appreciate that lah. It's really, I think maybe a little bit like my mom has inspired me to be a little bit of a teacher in that sense. Uh, and the next, actually even, in fact, this year, what I've been starting to do is doing a bit of musical theatre on the side, mm. um, which I've loved. Um, I've never thought of myself as much of a singer or a dancer, but my one of my teachers, my mentors, um, He's been instrumental in helping me gain more confidence in performing. So I, 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 I've been in a show this year once, I'm doing a, another one soon.
0: Nice. So What's it called?
1: It's called The Audition. Oh, ah, yeah, so you
0: made it through The Audition.
1: So it's funny, it's a bit of a meta, meta type show oh. where it's about a musical about an audition to be in a musical.
0: <laughs> okay! Right, right, right. like boom. Inception! A
1: little bit like it. But it's, it's very interesting, very interesting concept. Um, all the participants, all the performers have had to write for the show. So you have to write a, a monologue or something like that. Mm. So it's very involved. So I really appreciate the creative process. Uh, so I've enjoyed doing that a little bit more. Uh, and hopefully I get to do a bit more of that in the future. And another thing that I want to achieve in my life is to do my English teaching cert. Oh cool! So I want to get my CELTA done, so that's going to take a month or so, so for me to get my English teaching cert. So in the future, it's kind of like a backup plan. If, um, I mean, I can't be an influencer for life. <laughs> I don't know. But, um, I think hopefully if I get my CELTA done, what I would really want to do is teach the English language to people who don't speak the English language. Mm. Yeah, so teaching English language as a foreign language. Uh, I have a friend who does it in Turkey uh, because she got married to a Turkish man, and then she's flown back to Turkey, and now she's teaching English to Turkish people. And I, I admire that for her. I, I admire that. Um, admire that of her. Yeah, I admire that of her because I think she really pursued something that she's she's always wanted to do, and that's also inspired me to do that.
0: All yeah. right. There you go. No, thanks for sharing with us.
1: I know. I mean, honestly, my life is like. Constantly changing. By the time this episode comes up, my life might have changed again. You know (laughs) what I mean? Don't
0: worry, I think it'll be up pretty soon.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yay! All right, yeah. Yeah,
0: I know you say you're not going to be an influencer forever, but I hope you don't stop sharing because I think. Yeah, Yeah,
1: I feel like the term influencer may fade, but I hope to be able to influence people in any other way. Like, for example, teaching English language, I can influence someone to, you know, improve their language. All right. There you go. Simple.
0: Well, for what it's worth, I think you're a great mentor. Oof. So, thank you so much for mentoring me <laughs> at the start of the TSL journey. I just really wanted to say Aww, that.
1: oh you're so sweet. No, you are really like, you're really like, you're doing so much better. I feel like you're, you're slowly taking steps to improve yourself, which is fantastic. La. That's the only thing I could ever ask for. The, yeah, the one person that I cannot, is like, the people who cannot like, take advice or cannot like, learn, that's the people that, it's very hard for me, like, challenging for me. Thanks, Pao. Oh yay. <laughs> Thanks for coming to my bed. Yay. My- and
0: thank you for joining us on Pillow Talk. Yay, <laughs> Pillow Talk. <laughs> Thanks, Paozy, for joining us on this episode. Please do give us a like, share, and subscribe. And don't forget to leave a comment to let us know who you'd like to see in our upcoming episodes. We'll see you next time. Bye.
1: Bye.